What's up, podcast listeners? Glenn Gordon here with you for another episode of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. Our host with the most, Dane Smith, is away. He's actually moving to Korea, so he's going to be gone for a little while. Um, I'm taking over for him. In fact, I think I'll keep his his nicknames that he likes to use. So um, I guess I'm the commissioner, Glenn Gordon. And with me, we have KGB Gary. How are you doing, Gary? I'm pretty good. How are you, Glenn? I'm not too bad, Gary. What have you been doing this week? I have been relaxing from hard day's work for the week. And I've been playing the Final Fantasy XIV beta, which was probably a bad idea because now I have some weird old stalker stalking me in the game. Yes, that happens. That happens, especially when you make a female character. I did make a female character, and I made her very attractive, and this guy won't leave me alone. Yeah, just like real life. Okay. (laughs) Just like real life. (laughs) Also with me, I have Ben. Hello. I have more than one nickname. Um, Yeah, everyone seems to change my nickname every time on a damn podcast. I've I've heard Chili. (laughs) I've heard Jim Sterling. I've Um, heard Chili (laughs) Willie. Yeah. I think we'll stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. How are you doing, Chili? Pretty good, thank you. And you? Pretty good. What? How's your week been? Uh, not too bad. Pretty boring. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I have been playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and I promise during this podcast I'll stop stalking you, Gary. I promise. <laughs> <Is that> you? <laughs> are you the one trying to look up my skirt all the time? Well, it's not my fault. You have a, you, you. It feels so inviting. Oh, I promise God. to stop it. Okay, this is an hour and a half. <laughs> completely different kind of podcast. Bad, bad, very bad. <laughs> okay. For the next hour and a half. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're sure to get so many more viewers this way. Um, anyway, guys, some new stuff has happened this week, and um, let's see, probably one of the biggest things in gaming is we've had... Uh, beta for Titanfall and that's a big deal especially for Xbox One gamers Um, it's coming to the Xbox One console as well as the Xbox 360 but for those of you who are not into Xbox it is also coming to PC which just might give you a better experience anyway so um, I heard that uh, I believe you you said Gary have played the beta yes I have you have yes Um, I I played on the Xbox One you play on the Xbox One. Okay, what did you what did you think of it? I thought it was a very fun game. It really is. I mean, it's like once you pick it up and start playing it, the like the Call of Duty feel is instant because it runs just as smooth. It runs really well. Um, the controls are pretty much exactly the same as Call of Duty would be. Hmm. Um, it, it it is a very fun game. You know, the mech aspect is really cool. Um, this is I, I would say that some of the Button configuration when trying to get into a mech and use the mech can be a little iffy. At least at first it was. I had to get used to it a little bit. But uh, it's it's a really fun game. You know, it's it's a very good start for Respawn Entertainment's first game. So, so have there been any um, any glitches or anything that people should uh, have their eyes on as the game develops? Oh, well, in the beta, the, the only thing I noticed was some screen tearing and some texture pop-ins. Um, uh, uh, glitches like that are pretty much those are the only ones that I encountered. I didn't encounter any server problems. I didn't encounter any lag. 
which is incredible in my opinion, especially for beta. That is, that is usually betas aren't so, um, aren't so stable as uh, full releases. But it sounds like they're on the right track. Yeah, but like so, some things are a little harder to get used to, like the the the, the jetpack used, like bouncing off the walls with the jetpack <laughs> walls, because it's in first person view mode, and it's really hard to dictate how close you are to the wall if you're trying to aim at somebody at the same time, you know? Yeah. Um, how about you, Ben? Have you um, heard anything or played the Titanfall beta? Uh, I didn't play the beta because I wasn't sure about it, but I still, I don't know. I've, I, I will probably, I don't know if I'll buy it at launch, mainly because it's an expensive month as it is. But yeah. I, I, mean, I do like the look of it, but I will be buying it on the PC, not the Xbox One. No, when is it coming out? It's coming out on March eleventh, I think. The same day as Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes. Okay, this month it's the last quarter. Um, excuse me, it's the last month in the first quarter of this year. I and thought this was still technically the last quarter of the year for financial of the reasons. Fiscal year of the fiscal year, yeah. yeah. But of two thousand fourteen, it's quarter one, and um, goodness, we we talked about this a little on Unchained. Um, we have Infamous coming out, Metal Gear Solid, Final Fantasy, um, on Vita, Final Fantasy X and X-2, Titanfall. It's a crazy month. South to be Park. Here. South Park, right. Mm. <laughs> so many games. So many games and yeah. so little money. <laughs> at, least you're not in Europe. at least you're not in Europe, though, where Metal Gear, uh, Infamous, and Final Fantasy X and 10.2 are the same day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, guys, for those of you who are wondering, uh, I forgot to mention this. We usually have Ernest Lynn here. I don't know where he is. <laughs> he's he's missing. So if you happen to look out your window and see uh, walking around, um, just check his collar. Make sure his contact <laughs> information is there. He might have a tracking device. You know, you never know. So, um, but please return him to PSU headquarters as soon as possible. If they be you some bottles of sake, you, you should be able to lure them in with that. Yes, yes, there you go. <laughs> so Titanfall. Dude, Titanfall's been a big deal from the start. I mean, Microsoft, even Microsoft is betting everything on Titanfall. Okay, well, why do you think that is? Like, why was it such a huge deal when it first appeared? Is it because it was made by the same guys who made Call of Duty? Or is it because they announced it as an Xbox One exclusive you know, from EA? But the thing is, it's not an Xbox One exclusive. It's also on PC, and there have been rumors from the start that it was going to be on PS4. Like, what I heard was that it was originally going to be on PS4, but then they scored a deal with Microsoft um, to make it exclusive. So, I don't know. Actually, what happened was EA secured the deal for exclusivity. It was going to be on the PS4, but EA changed their ideas and made Respawn cancel the PS4 version. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading that. They they actually started working on the PS4 version. And mm-hmm. then EA just out of nowhere said, we're not doing that. We're going Microsoft only. And it took a lot of guys at Respawn by surprise. Yeah, that is kind of surprising, especially when you've already started developing one way and then all of a sudden, surprise! Yeah. We're developing for a completely different console. <laughs> now, now, one thing I do want to mention about the, the beta is, you know how they announced it's going to be six on six, right? 
yeah. and it had a lot of people in the flame. What's really going on in there is it's six on six players, but in the game, uh, there's a lot of bots that are running around too mm-hmm. that you can kill and get points for. And they all have their own class. I don't remember what they're called. I think it's like Spectre and something else. Like if, if you kill like one of these AI grunts, you know, you get a certain amount of points. But if you kill actual human players, you get more points. So it's not like it's, you know, the, these big arenas with only, you know, 12 people running around in them. There, there's a lot of stuff happening all the time. So like there's some games I played where I never actually killed a single other player. I just kept killing the bots and that was really all there was that I could find. So I guess kind of a PVE aspect to it. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And each each like the modes that I played was I think I played like Team Deathmatch and like Mech Assault or something like that. It's called something else, but I call them mechs. Obviously, they're called Titans. Yeah, right, right. But uh, like there's that mode where you're just in the Titans the whole time, mm-hmm. so you can just go you know fight with Titans against Titan. Uh, the, the the team deathmatch they had a cool thing you know you your team jumps off of you know the airship you you play the map and wh- whichever team loses they pretty much have to get to an evac point which is like pretty far away and the people who get there uh, they have to get on the airship that arrives to to evac the the team that's losing and you know you get on the ship and you gotta wait for I think it's like ten seconds fifteen seconds and then the ship will take off. And that's how you score a lot of big points if you're part of the survivors that that survive. Yeah. So you know they they do some cool things like that. And, you know the the guys who are winning the the team definitely are trying to bombard the the ship before it can take off because they can destroy it. They're trying to kill everybody as quickly as they can so nobody can escape. It sounds so, like an interesting game. I mean, it was it was so popular at E3 and. Uh, like I said, Microsoft's been betting everything. On, like, I mean, just recently there were reports that Respawn had told Microsoft, hey, you know, this might be a little better um, as far as our controls go for the game. And Microsoft was like, okay, and they released a completely new patch doing those tweaks just for Titanfall. Like, they're betting everything on Titanfall. Yeah, I mean, they're releasing its own controller. It has its own controller. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's really shipping destroys. It's a Titanfall themed controller. Yeah, yeah. They expect this to be the game for Xbox. Um, do yes, you think, they are. Do you think that um, for Titanfall two, it's going to be able to come to PS4? Because I feel like Microsoft is going to want to try to hang on to it as tightly as possible. I think it will depend on how well it does. If it does. Yeah worse than they expect, which it will. I, I bet it will. The, there's a chance we'll see it on the PS4 next year. How we might, I still think we might see Titanfall, the original, on PS4. Yeah, they might do something like Mass Effect. Like, remember how Mass Effect was on Xbox 360 and then 2 and 3 came on PS3 and then eventually there was like a collector's edition, or um, not a collector's edition, a collection of all three on PS4. Uh, no, that, see, that's a different thing there because Mass Effect 1 was actually published by EA on the PC. Mm-hmm. So EA just had to wait until Microsoft had lost the publishing rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why we got Mass Effect 1 on PS3 just because Microsoft didn't renew the license fast enough and EA got it. Um, yes. So I can see them doing the Ninja Gaiden sort of thing with just renaming it Titan. Full black, 
Titan Falling. There you go. Um, Titan Fall Sigma Black Extreme. Whatever they call it, as long as they re- as long as they add the DLC, change a few tweaks, they could still pour it over as a different game, but the mm-hmm. same game. Yeah. Yes, I I don't think the first one will come to PS4. I think that sequel eventually will. Um, I don't think Sony really needs a big push to get the first Titanfall on PS4. Even if they did, it'd probably be 6 to 12 months before we see it anyway. Uh, Respawn, Respawn, I'll give you a name for Titanfall 2. Titanfall Too Far. (laughs) (laughs) Titanfall Too Far. You're pretty good with names, Jilly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier we were talking about Naughty Dog. Um, they said that. Um, oh shoot! What was the game? It Jack Forever. Jack Jack Four. Um, Naughty Dog said that Jack Four is a possibility. Like they, they passed on making it, but they don't have the doors closed eternally on Jack Four, which would be pretty cool and. Ben was like, oh, they can just call it Jack Forever. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not secretly working on it. That's, that's for sure. Um, as much as I want a new Jack, I think Naughty Dog has kind of stepped away from the more platformer type genre. And like, like you've seen what they've done with, you know, Uncharted and The Last of Us. I think they've just become such a heavy player. Going back to a game like Jack and Daxter, I think, will be kind of a step back for them, personally. Please say Jack again, Gary. Jack. Yeah, for some reason I keep hearing you say Jag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I am a little right. stuffy. I've been sick over the week, so. You should have heard um, Mike on Unchained this week. Just, I'm not going to tell you. Just listen to Mike on Unchained this week. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the um, but Jack, th- that this is just kind of one instance of a few potential rumors we've been hearing lately about older games possibly coming back. Like Crash has been one for a while, and Jack, and then we've heard rumors lately of a older franchise, which I don't think has been yet named, that will be announced to return to PlayStation. Yes. Which do you remember where um where they announced that? Um, I do not actually. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember where the article was. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but it could be one of so many titles that Sony has mm-hmm. that they've buried. So I don't know, I it could be a new wipeout, you know, it could be like you said, a new Jack and Daxter. <clears throat> It could help. It could even be Jumping Flash from the PlayStation One time. Jumping Flash. You know, someone mentioned oh, that. Recently. I just thought, you know, what it could be. It could be Legend of Dragoon. Yes. <laughs> it could very well be Legend, of, which I think is the highest possibility that it might actually be that. Yeah. Because people people have been going crazy wanting something from that game, and I personally think if they do it, I think it's going to be done by level five. Because Sony has a strong relationship with that company. Sony has a strong relationship with a lot of developers. Like, that's 
one of the things that keeps me um keeps me a PlayStation fan because they they foster really good relationships with studios and make really great first party titles. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at their relationship with Capcom. They're just giving away their entire library on PS Plus at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, over the last few months, it's just been Capcom games left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Capcom. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it can be many titles that Sony has. Yeah, it's true. Whatever it is, I hope it's going to be what people want, though, you know? Yeah, you know, a lot of their, a lot of their games, not all of them, um, some of their games kind of don't stick, like, um, their first party, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of the example that I had. Some of their first party titles that don't do as well as expected. Um. Well, what's good, isn't Twisted Metal technically first party? That yeah, but Twisted well. Metal isn't a long, dormant franchise. I mean, they had one released on the PS3. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying that, Glenn, was saying stuff that you don't really remember because they're not really well-known franchises. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say, um, uh, what's your Twitch franchise, really? Shoot, I had an example, and it's just... Which like, is sad, because it's their longest franchise. Mm-hmm. People yeah. know that. Their longest running franchise, and oh, I just thought of a oh. game that they should bring back. Oh my god! What? Destruction Derby. Destruction Derby. Yeah, imagine that with the Derby new physics. Fun. All the new particle stuff, and then you about the metal uh, because in what's it? Oh, the order. One of the things they're proud of is the metal sort of physics where it bends. Imagine a realistic dust destruction derby with like. Really good destructibility. Oh, it'd be amazing. I don't yeah, also gotta look at the one that's gonna get them the best profit too. I mean, yeah, destruction derby would be cool, but is it gonna sell? Isn't is it worth bringing back? Yeah. You know, Legend of Dragoon, like you said, is gonna sell and it's worth bringing back. But it's also gonna be an RPG. I'm thinking so. It's gonna be a huge undertaking for them. For that game too. I don't know. It's it's one of those things that where I think Sony just has to see which games or which franchises they believe are worth bringing back to make the most profit for them. By the way, Glenn, I'm gonna add someone to this call if that's all right. That's perfect. Uh, Miss Chris Keller, Mister Chris C- Clement wants to join us. All right, Chris, is he in? Uh, Add him now. One sec. He is being added. He's being added. Okay. New member has joined the cast. Dane, you have been permanently removed. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Dane thinks he's in South Korea, <laughs> but he's on the other side. <laughs> KGB saw to that. KGB, uh, well played. He's on the north part right it, now. Well played, gang. <laughs> Switching the ticket at the last minute. Uh, <laughs> He's in the no. To be fair, though, knowing Dane, he probably sneak into those uh, what's it, those cinemas and those water parks that the North Korean leader has been making recently. For what? He's been what's making that? water parks. Yes. Yeah. What's what's his name? What's uh, Kim? The yeah, other new Kim Jong Kim Il Jong Two. Whatever you call it. Kim Jong Un. 
Kim Jong. Let's just call him the ev- new evil dictator. Okay. Let's call him. Um, evil dictator. Hitler 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, he's been making cinema. He spe- he suppose he spends like a hundred million ridiculous amount of money on water parks and cinemas. He's oh. made a cinema dedicated just to all his sort of friends. These are the perks of being a dictator. You can <laughs> spend your money however you want to, and no one can tell you otherwise. And if they do, you can smack Kill them. them. Yeah. Or kill anyway. them, that works. And on that note, welcome Chris! Chris! Hey guys, I hear you talking about me. Hey, you know, I'm <laughs> right here listening. You guys talk about me, talk, call me a dictator and all that kind of thing. I, I get it. You it's okay. To, Chris, it's hey, not Jimmy what it looks like. <laughs> it's not what it looks like. It's not, that's okay. <laughs> I believe you, Glenn. I believe you. All right. I don't think we've, I don't think we've had the pleasure of meeting voice to voice before. I don't believe we have, dude. Well, nice to meet you now. Absolutely. I, I, I've seen you. I, I saw the skit you did. I watched that. It was hilarious. Oh, you did. That was great. I'm um. I'm a member of a little sketch comedy show at my college, and we did a sketch that I showed them. Sorry, I'm not releasing it to the public. <laughs> that, I don't, yeah, that's cool. That's, <laughs> it was well done. Thank you. Um, we were just talking about games being re-released on the new PlayStation 4. Okay. So Special announcement that they're planning. Special announcement that they're planning to release an um, an older franchise again on the PlayStation Four. An older wow, that's that, that uh, narrows it down, doesn't it? Yeah, right? <laughs> so exactly. we're thinking of what it could be. What can it possibly be? Wow, just to net them enough money to. There's been talk of Crash, and there's been talk of Jack, and there's been talk of M. Shoot. Oh yeah, they never named the third one. So, <laughs> yeah, be kind of odd for Jack, wouldn't it? That'd be uh, that doesn't seem to be Naughty Dog's thing anymore. But no, but yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I said before you joined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They um, they mentioned that um, a new Jack, a new Jack and Daxter, would not be out of the question for them. It's not something they'd want to do right now, it seems, but it's not out of the question for them sometimes. So, okay, we may get, we may yet get to see a nostalgia release of Jack and Daxter. Dude, cool. I miss Ratchet and Clank. What do you mean? That franchise is still around. I know that franchise is still around. But there hasn't been like a new, real, full-length, full-on Ratchet and Clank game since A Crack in Time. That's true. They keep going with these weird experiments, like All for One or whatever that one was called, and then the Tower Defense one that they released. Yeah, they're going Sonic. Like they're they're taking it. (laughs) They're taking a successful series and they're trying a bunch of different things with it, which is fine. But you know, eventually, this is how people lose interest. What do you think? Because Insomniac is doing that, or should Sony just take the franchise? away from Insomniac at this point. Can Sony do that? Cause... Well, yeah, Ratchet and Clank is Sony's property at this point. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, they can do that. Just like Resistance. Sony said Resistance will continue at some point, but it won't be from Insomniac. I think it would be a shame if Insomniac loses um, the Ratchet and Clank franchise. That's like their fr- flagship franchise. 
Yeah. It used to be Spyro, and now it's Ratchet. And... But but it's just not as big anymore. That's the thing. No. Well, they stopped releasing games for it. It's just one of those games that's, at least to me, it's one of those games that's really fun, and I'd buy it whether or not it's popular at the moment. Well, you're getting that movie that's coming out. Yes, the Ratchet and Clank movie comes <laughs> out next year. Wait, was it into Nexus kind of like an old-style Ratchet and Clank game as well? A little bit. Yeah, it was, yeah. but it wasn't like full length. Oh, no. Yeah, I heard it was really short. It wasn't a full Ratchet and Clank game. It was it was just like a short. Which is fine, but, you know, I miss it. I miss the good old days. And I heard rumors that there's going to be a, what's called, a reboot with the movie. Isn't there? Yeah, well, you think I didn't hear many rumors about that. You think there'd be some kind of tie-in? Yeah. That would be nice. There's actually rumors that there might be a trailer released for the next game in the Heavenly Sword franchise with that movie. Heavenly Sword? Yeah, because they're making a CG movie of that as well. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah there's trailers for yeah. it already. What is with this random trend of making game, uh, <laughs> movies out of video games? And people, there have been rumors, underground rumors going around that there might be the game trailer to follow after that movie ends for the sequel to that game. Didn't, um, doesn't the Need for Speed movie come out in just a few weeks here? Yes, it is. It, it should, they just, just rename it to like Fast and Furious 8 at this point. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what that movie is going to be. That's the last thing we need. Fast and Furious, I mean, eight movies with the exact same plot line. Hey, it works for us. It sells, it sells. Yeah. Try not to confuse Vin Diesel too much, so. Although with Paul Walker gone, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Like, how are they going to... How are they going to... Oh, Vin Diesel. How are they going to that Paul Walker's gone? Paul Walker's brother wants to replace him. His brother wants to replace him? I read, I read yeah. Because he, like he kind of looks just like him, and he's also a, a stunt actor in Hollywood, too. So, Oh. Yeah. Are they like twins or something? Or? They're not twins, but they do look a lot alike. Oh, okay. His brother is like seven or eight years younger than Paul Walker was. Oh, okay. Yeah, that could work. It would just be a shame, though. I know what we should do for a set, for a bit. We should we'd decide which movies we want, you know, what games we'd like to see as a movie. Even if it's really bad. What games we'd like to see as a movie? Yeah, even if it's a really bad game. Oh, man. I'll start with the simple one if you want. This shouldn't be hard for them to do at all. Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, that would be yeah. interesting. Well, you just get rid of the bunker bar until you're done. <laughs> you already have your actors. Go for it. <laughs> Beyond Two Souls. Let's see. Okay, this one is one that they have been actually working on. I want to see an Uncharted movie. They've been talking about an Uncharted movie for years now. And, like, they've been doing it, and then the director quit, and then they got another director, but in my opinion, he was an idiot, and then he eventually left. 
<laughs> now everything just feels kind of up in the air. I want to see an Uncharted movie. Starring who? Starring who? Um, well, last I heard, uh, the director who I said was an idiot, I'm, I'm sorry, He's he wanted um, Mark Wahlberg to play Nathan Drake. Yes. Uh, really? Yeah. But he, 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 I forget his name, but he works with Mark Wahlberg a lot. Like, he, he likes Mark Wahlberg. And then, um, but Nathan Fillion actually volunteered for the role. He was like, I want to do this. And they, they, someone was, like, petitioning for him, too. But then the director was like, no, we'll just go with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I don't know why Noah North just doesn't do it. He looks like Drake anyway. Right? <laughs> why not? You get the voice, you get the guy who looks like him. What's wrong with it? Yeah. yeah, he's older, I get that, but that's what CG is for. Well, CG, mm, yeah. Or you could just play an older Drake. Makeup. Well, they did CG with the last X-Men movie with Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellar. When they had those flashback moments, they CG'd a little bit of their face to get rid of the wrinkles, make them look younger. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I would be for him because he, he, he you know... Uh, Drake, his voice are just go together automatically. It's just he—he he kind of, in a lot of ways, he made Drake with that voice of his. Yeah, yeah. and it's like his regular voice. He didn't even use a different voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drake wouldn't be Drake without Nolan North. No, no, just wouldn't be. But and Elena Fisher, uh, what's her name? Who plays her? Emily Rose looks just like her too. Oh, really? They modeled them right after them, the the actors. I like when they do that. <laughs> but I think Nathan Fillion would probably play a pretty good Nathan Drake. They have the same first name for crying out loud. <laughs> I, I just don't think he's big enough for such a huge movie. I don't know. but Yeah, but he's got the same kind. I can see him and, uh, and Drake's humor working well together. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. So Another that, would, one... that would be a nice fit, I think. Another one you know, I've heard of. Oh, sorry. Go to ahead. me, the, the the thing about a Uncharted movie isn't about who plays Drake; it's who's writing it and who's directing it. Because really, those are the two most important uh, parts of any movie. Uh, you know, and then you get you have a um, number of actors who could probably do it. Yeah, it would be really important to get Naughty Dog on board. Yeah, like, like they're like you know how with the Ratchet and Clank movie they have. Um, people from Insomniac and all the original voice actors in it, and, and it's it's not it probably wouldn't be animated, so you couldn't really count on having all the original voice actors. But um, you know, it would be interesting to have that originally that original team on there as well. That would probably make for the best movie. Well, Die Dog can, can create one, a heck of a story, so you know they, they can take care of that the story part of it themselves mm-hmm. easily. Okay. Yeah. And then um, there was another movie that I thought would be kind of cool that I heard about a long time ago, but never really went anywhere. That was um, Infamous. I actually heard about an Infamous movie a long time ago, but that never went anywhere. Mm. But I can't be greedy because there's already Infamous Second Son, which looks amazing. So I can't ask for a movie as well. Uh, that would be cool. I, don't know, I just think I think like Hollywood is going to turn video games into what they're turning comic books into now. It's like they ran out of stuff to write about and make their own movies originally. Oh, yeah. So 
oh, let's let's go with all the comic book characters and make those popular. Dude, there are way too many comic book things, comic book movies. Yes, but yeah, and I feel like something is going to happen where they're going to do the same thing to games too. Yeah. Like game movies, game movies, because the originality is just gone apparently in Hollywood. They can't uh, do yeah. Although it, it is kind of nice, but you know, with with the talk of Uncharted movies and the, and the and the talk of you know Need for Speed doing movies now, and I guess now it's becoming a trend more than anything. You want to know what the weirdest movie that's being made is? What? Sega versus Nintendo, the movie Are being you made serious? by Sony. That's a legitimate thing. Released yeah, by Sony. Yeah, released by Sony. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? That is awesome. So, um, Sony Pictures are making a movie based on Sega and Nintendo. Um, oh, I can't remember the exact details off the top of my head. Basically, it's going to be a reenactment of the console wars of the Mega Drive and the Super Nintendo. Oh, that's right. Really so it's like a documentary. documentary. Yeah. yeah, but a movie. So oh, okay. Expect it to be over the top compared to what it'd actually be. I expected when you said Sega versus Nintendo, like... Sonic versus Mario with like <laughs> Nathan Drake standing in the background eating popcorn and watching because it's made by Sony. I, I would watch that. <laughs> That's a Rick and Ralph sequel right there, man. <laughs> there we go. That would be kind of cool. Dude, I wish that um, I wish that PlayStation All-Stars had gone over a little better. Because it's actually a pretty good game. But, it is a really good game. But like it never... I don't. I don't feel like it really got any good energy behind it. You know why I think that is? Mm-hmm. The selection of characters. Hmm. Well, that's one wall that Sony has that Nintendo doesn't have as much because Sony works with a lot. They release a lot of their own first-party characters, of course, but. A lot of their games are third party, so they don't always have the license to use them in such a game like that. Yeah, you know, everybody's kept talking. Oh, we want Crash. We want Spyro. Mm-hmm. Who owns those two characters? Activision. Activision. You don't think Sony tried to get those characters, and Activision asked for obscene amounts of money? Dude, of course. <laughs> I like. I'm sorry, but Sony's Sony's smarter than that. They would go for uh, Crash and. Um, Crash and Spyro. Instead, we got Fat Princess. I've never even heard of Fat Princess before this game. Fat Princess is an amazing game. You should play it. Is it? Aren't the servers yeah. down for that game? I don't know. I think they are, sadly, but it is a fun game. Yeah. You, you play knights trying to protect the princess from being captured by the other team. And but you, you have, have to, to feed her, her to make her to it. Yeah. To make her heavy make her... so it's harder for the other team to carry her away. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Like that, who who comes up with these things? Who comes up with these things? And then there's... I was actually part of the alpha test for it. Oh, oh really? When was that? Oh, I'll have to go check my emails, but it was way, way back in a yeah, long time like, ago. Like the middle of the PS3 days. It's like three or four years after the PS3 released, wasn't it? So, so maybe 2009 or so? Something like that. I'm surprised. That sounds like um, that sounds like something. Actually, that sounds like something Nintendo would do. Now, this was too bloody for Nintendo. It was too, yeah, it was too it bloody. Was violent. <laughs> yeah, very violent. Uh, but yeah, you know, I just think that the cast of characters in that game really, really hurt. Also, even the DLC characters that they released, people were like, "What? What are these characters?" Yeah, 
Like, Isaac Clark was in, was one of the DLC characters, which I thought was pretty cool, but he really doesn't fit in anywhere. <laughs> you know, they were always Zeus, which was another God of War character. I don't know, it was just the choice of characters, I think, really hurt that game. That and the obscene amounts of loading that game had. Wasn't they going to have um, Abe, though, in it, and someone else before it got cancelled? Mm-hmm. I believe it was, I would... it was, yeah. I kind of want to go play Brawl now. <laughs> uh, I got the beta in 2009, so... Yeah, 2009 was the closed beta, so... We should all have, like, a PSU Brawl party. Uh, well, speaking of Brawl, what do you think of the character announcements for the new Smash Brothers on the Wii U? And the 3DS? I have not seen that announcement yet. I'm I haven't either. Well, they just announced the new character, the uh, the boxing guy from Mike Tyson's Punch Out, is in the game. That's random. <laughs> wow, the boxing dude! For... I'm gonna go buy it right now. <laughs> well, to be fair, he was a trophy in the previous title, so there's a lot of trophies in the previous title, though. That's just like a hair more prestigious than the Wii Fit Lady. <laughs> okay. so, so here's the cast confirmed so far, right? There's Bowser, Donkey okay. Kong, Fox. Oh Mar- my god. King Dede, which is one of the penguins, I think. King DDD, yeah. Yeah. Kirby, Link, Toon Link, which is the Wind Waker version, Luigi, Mario, Marth, Mega Man, Pikachu, Pit from Kid Icarus. Mm-hmm. Princess Peach, Zelda, um, Rosaline, and the Luma. I don't know where those characters. <laughs> Samus, Sonic, the Villager from uh, Animal Crossing, the Wii Fit Trainer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Olimar from Pikmin, and now you have the boxing guy. So <laughs> they also announced Diddy Kong as well as a playable character. So it's largely the same as it was in Brawl, except for like maybe two or three characters. No Snake. Yeah. No Snake. No Snake. Snake is pretty much replaced with either Mega Man or Sonic at this point. Yeah, Mega Man. Mega Man was their big. Mega Man seems to be their seller for this game because the cast is pretty. I know they can't really make diversify the cast too much more than they already have, but. Um, but, but is this cast? Of, I mean, look, you got two links. Do we need two links? I don't think we need two links. Uh-oh. You have Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, which are probably going to be playing the same. Well, th- then again, they have like Fox and Falco. I mean, it's not the same character, but it's another character with similar powers and similar abilities. Also, remember the Wii Fit character comes in male and female form. Oh, well. That's a selling point for sure. Oh my goodness, I've got to go play this character right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I look at the, the cast announced so far and I'm just like, it's not that impressive to me. Mm. Well, there's only, there's only so many characters that they have, that even Nintendo has the rights to, so it's they can't keep funneling new characters into it because there are only so many new characters they can funnel, but I'm still I'm still kind of disappointed that like they removed Snake and um, 
you know, the new characters are, are so lackluster, for lack of a better word. Kind of a been there, done that, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. So it, it'll be interesting to see what new things they bring out to it. I, I hope I hope they don't try to shove the gamepad down everyone's throats. Because <laughs> people, love, people love Smash Brothers Brawl, and... You know, when you play Smash Brothers Brawl, you're you're, you're not usually tied to a, a touch screen or anything like that. And, and to be fair, they've been doing pretty good about finding a balance between what's down on the screen and on the TV. So I just kind of hope they do that this time as well. Yeah, I don't know. I just I look at it, and I, to me, there's just some characters missing. Yeah, like Wario. I'd rather have Mario or Wario over Luigi any day. Yeah, well, Luigi was in Brawl, so it's hard to say that he shouldn't be there now. Um, but yeah, Wario they took out. I mean, you have one Pokemon character. That's pretty much your biggest selling franchise right now. You'd think you'd include another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they'll have Fox and Falcon. There hasn't been a new uh, Star Fox game in a while. It's true. Dude... Star Fox, well, I was about to say Star Fox would do really well on PS4, but, <laughs> um, well, actually, I think it could if they did it right, because in a way, it's kind of like War Thunder, um, but not. <laughs> well, if Nintendo doesn't resurrect it on their own system, then they know it's not going to do well either way. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish that, I wish that we could see more of those good Nintendo characters on a Sony console. It's, I, I totally agree with you, but yeah. it's just never going to happen as long as Nintendo owns those characters. Yeah. Meanwhile, three more superhero games. <laughs> what? Way. Hooray. Speaking of superheroes, I just wanted to mention this for the fans out there. Heroes is coming back next year. Are you serious? Yes. Heroes. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Are they starting over? Uh, they're starting with a new cast of characters, yes. Ah, uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't need to try to bleed that old one any more than it's already bled. No, they, they pretty much killed off any interest in those old characters, and they were awesome characters. How do you screw that up? Yeah. Yeah. It's just to be fair, though, of how... I, would love, I would love just to see an ending, though. Just, uh, just a small ending. Even if it's if it's two minutes of this new series, that's all I want. I want to see where they were going with the end of season five. I know we mentioned it on a previous RDGH, but um, has have you guys all seen Heroes the past one? How it ended? Yes. No. I, no? I, I gave up when uh, oh, I came with Siler and that other dude like did a mind meld or something and. Uh, I said, okay, I've had enough of this. <laughs> uh, when um, Silent, uh, when Nathan Petrelli died, and they wiped Sila's mind and put Petrelli's mind into Sila. That's what happened. I said no more. That's I'm done. <laughs> you should skip ahead of that series and watch the, ne- the the last series after that because it was a lot better. Well, yeah, but why would I now if I know there's no ending? I know that that pisses me off. It just so ended on a big cliffhanger, like they they intended to continue it, but they didn't get the licensing or, or something. I don't know what, but they they just didn't continue it, so it ended on a cliffhanger, which sucks. 
the writer's strike, man. They killed that show. Yeah, the writer's strike. That show felt the words of the writer's strike. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. But if any well, character returns, I'd rather it be either Hero or Zachary Quentin's Siler. Yeah, I want Siler back. That's <laughs> And good Hero back, not the stupid Hero. Siler was a... Siler was a good villain. Like, you know what? You know when there's just a really good villain? Not not in that his morals are good, but he's just really great at being a villain. Siler was one of those villains. Yeah. Cake? Cake? <laughs> what? But, uh, I love that. Where the episode where uh, he kills the guy, kills the woman that uh, uh, has the ability to tell if someone's lying or not. Okay. Um, it's her birthday. <laughs> And he just go, turns around and these people come in with like cake and presents because they're celebrating a birthday and he's sat, stood there with blood on his hands. He just turns around and goes, cake? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he was just a great villain. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah, they had a I know, small I know teaser for it last night during the Olympics. So, and you know, the sad thing is though, I kind of liked him being redeemed as well as a hero. Kind of liked him always being grey because I know he's that guy. He was not. He had only his motive was to get powers. Right. So I, which I, you know, I would, the great part. The moment he went good yeah. and he became a mama's boy, that pissed me off. I see. I don't like him when he became a mama's boy, but at the same time, I'd like. I, I would. I would understand if he became a good guy. Now I, I kind of, I don't know about a mama's boy, but I, I do like that they took him and made him. By the way, this contains spoilers. For anyone who hasn't been able to tell that yet, um, yeah. Oh, Chris, <laughs> mute the microphone. Do something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I was kind of happy that they made him good. I feel like his character development was really, really great. Um, with, of course, the exception of him being stuck in people's minds and all that, uh, all the other shenanigans they tried to do with him. But uh, I thought it was horrible. He should have been a villain all the time. Because they were kind of villains at that point. They just threw, made some random guy a villain. Yeah, but he, I think that the fact that he um, he developed so nicely, he developed really well, you got to go through his mind and you got to see the process of him becoming a villain. It wasn't just like, I mean, becoming a hero. It wasn't just like, okay, I'm bad. Okay, suddenly I'm good. You know, it was kind of, you know, a, a battle in his head of what was going on and him coming to terms with that. So I thought his... I thought his character development was really solid. Yeah, they, they didn't pull Anakin Skywalker on him, so that's good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I must admit, the only thing that pisses me off about him, well, the only thing that pisses me off about Heroes, I know it sounds weird, but I, I, I like Kenze. I like Adam Monroe. I must admit, oh, I like... Yeah. And that pisses me off how we just thought he died. That was Neil Patrick Harris, right? I think so, yeah. Wait, didn't he come back in a later episode? Yeah, but it's a ghost spirit thing in Hero's mind. Oh, right, right. Yeah, it wasn't real. It was just sort of, Hero was dying, so he's having a weird sort of... But was that the guy who couldn't go old? Yeah. Yeah. Although, technically, he didn't die. In fact... Was... Yeah, he died. Yeah, they fact, it was probably worse. Like, he didn't die. He... Hero just trapped him in a coffin or something like that, right? No, he died. Oh, he died. The, the guy sucked yeah. his power, and he grew old and died, like, instantly. Yeah. Oh, right, right. 
I don't know. It's, um, you know, Arthur Petrelli. He's only dead until he's not, so... Yeah. Uh, Arthur Petrelli grabbed his hand and sucked the, uh, what it is, ability to stay immortal, and he died. Yeah. And that pissed me off that he just died like that. That's the only thing that... I don't mind him finding a way to kill him, but the fact that he just died from someone holding his hand. <laughs> yeah, the big season villain. Cooties! Cooties! Ah, you hold my hand! <laughs> oh, my only weakness! <laughs> Dude, what if there was a Heroes video game? It sucked. It would. <laughs> I was, as soon as that came out of my mouth, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> unless, unless it was uh, done kind of like The Walking Dead is done. Yeah, they'd have to be really deliberate with it. Yeah, that would make sense. If it was like a superhero game like every other one, it'd suck. Well, yeah, anytime, most of the time when Hollywood's involved in video games, I mean, we get, like, the Star Trek video game, you know, really. I think I've just thought of the most awesome, I think I've thought of an awesome one. It's called Infamous. Oh, jeez. Infamous Well, is... technically, because he gains his powers by absorbing other peoples, that reminds me of Scylla. Yeah, well... <laughs> That was that wasn't really so much the case in the previous games, but it seems the case this time around. I, I, what I'd do is I'd take the infamous star root second son and have Peter Petrelli or Silo as the main character, mm-hmm. and have him fight some super bad guy, and have him start off with the um, what's at the start of season two, wasn't it, where he had the virus? Oh yeah. I'd have it so south of season two where he has no powers, and he's getting them back. Um, the ge- that's how he could we- you could weaken the character enough to make him sort of playable I, and have the game him getting stronger so he could fight the bad guy yeah I still think they, the stupidest thing they did for the whole show was take away Hero's powers yeah that he became the, really worthless after that that was the stupidest thing they could have done because he was such a well loved character and I guess to their credit, it's kind of good that they were willing to do something like that and, and commit to it, but at the same time, it was just a stupid, stupid move. Well, speaking of Hollywood, just to change subjects for a little bit. Uh, before, do you mind you, before you change subjects, I, I want to say something oh. as well. I thought of an awesome sci-fi game, though. Yeah, an old sci-fi TV show that would make an awesome game if done right. Mm-hmm. What's that? Red Dwarf. I was thinking if you could play as Ace Rimmer at the start, have it set based on the episode where he uh, he's, he's in Germany, kills some Nazis in a plane, then mm-hmm. surfs down in the air on an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> this is a TV um, show? Yeah, Red Dwarf, you should Oh, Red it. Dwarf, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He surfs down on I... an alligator, lands, and then, uh, then he, he gets injured, and he has to jump to the ne- another dimension and train the next rimmer up to be the next ace rimmer. This is I would all... love to see I would love to see a game where you start off like that and then you jump to the next dimension in the cutscene and then you play the whole game as this new rimmer beca- trying to become ace. So he jumps from dimension to me- dimension played you know that way you could have different worlds, different physics. It could be some- one hell of a crazy game. You could just have all anything you want in it. Because you'd be uh, different dimensions, which means the same rules don't apply. Yeah, that would be amazing. Sounds Plus, you could surfboard on an alligator through the air. <laughs> Who doesn't want to do that? 
Who does not want to do that? Surfboarding on an alligator. <laughs> I'm from Florida. I would never surfboard on an alligator. Uh, parachute surfboard because he uses like a parachute as he sort of. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. You should watch it. <laughs> Has but, there been. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go now. I insist. Okay. Well, I was going to ask what you guys think of Keith or Kiefer Sutherland getting into the video game world so so head on. What's Wait. his name? <clears throat> Kiefer Sutherland. Jack well, Bauer. I saw something about that. He's going to be doing something else now. Yeah, he's doing, you know, Big Boss, Metal Gear Solid 5. Yeah, boo. And apparently he's doing something in Mortal Kombat, an unannounced Mortal Kombat game now, too. Wow. And Mortal Kombat's huge. Like, I don't even know what character he could play in Mortal Kombat. That's kind of odd, isn't it? It really is. Kiefer Sutherland, a character in Mortal Kombat. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, you look at the characters there, like, who would he play? And why well, did Ed Boon does Scorpion's voice. Don't know that. It should be Ryden. They <laughs> <laughs> give him big boys's big boss's voice. There we go, done. But at least we know there's a new Mortal Kombat game in development, right? Mm-hmm. From his leak. I guess they're not doing a sequel to Injustice right away. No. Unfortunately the entire budget is going to pay for Keeper Sullivan, so <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So it's going to be a 2D Mortal Kombat game because that's all they can afford by... Get... We'll just call it retro. I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> I'll go back ever... to Mortal Kombat 2 any day. Did they ever figure out um, that thing with Avengers? Um, like, remember how Robert Downey Jr. was uh, refusing to perform or something like that unless they gave unless they gave his co-workers the same kind of pay that they were giving him? I don't know if that got resolved. No? Because I know he, he took a, such a huge pay compared to everybody else. Oh, yeah. They were really upset about that. Like, I think the guy who played Thor, uh, I think he only got like fifty or $60,000 for the role. Really? Yeah. That's <laughs> compared weird. Compared to Robert Downey Jr., who got like in the millions and millions. Fifty or sixty thousand dollars, and Thor's Thor, Thor's probably a rougher role to deal with because you have to um, you have to train to keep up your physique like that and whatnot. Okay. Yeah, well, well good on Robert <laughs> Jr. for <laughs> looking out for his coworkers. Well, yeah, but he didn't exactly offer to take a pay cut at the same time. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's not like you split his money with him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't exactly, I wouldn't exactly want to take a pay cut myself. So no, no. <laughs> like all I know is that, what's his name, Samuel Jackson? This is going to be his last one because his contract expires as Nick Fury. No. So what <laughs> does that mean? They're going to kill him off? I have no idea what they're going to do with him. Also, oh, is it rumored that uh, this is going to be one of what's called Wolverine? Uh, what's his name? Hugh Jackman's last Wolverine. Yes, Days of Future Past, Hugh Jackman said this will be his last time portraying Wolverine. I don't I'm surprised think, he lasted as long as he did. I don't think we need another Wolverine movie. I don't care with this. You didn't like the last one? Huh? You don't like the Wolverine when he's in Japan? I didn't dislike it. It's just that there are, there are other people in the X-Men roster. Why is Wolverine yeah. so special? I, I'm because, kind of disinterested. I, I didn't even bother watching the last Wolverine. I just have no interest. 
I agree, Glenn. I agree with what you said. We really should get a new Deadpool movie. I completely agree with you. That's totally what I didn't say. Okay. (laughs) Deadpool is never going to happen. You guys need to realize that. They got him a new... He got a new video game just recently. Yeah, and it was created to fail, thanks to Activision. It will happen, even if I have to fund it myself. If you don't have the money to do that, Chili... Of what happened with that game, you should look at one of the developers of that game. I think he was the art director for it. He he revealed, I think, six months after the game came out, that when Activision told him to make this game, he's working for High Moon Studios. Mm-hmm. Activision told him to make a game that would, on average, be like a sixty on Metacritic. That's the kind That's of game they wanted. That's what they wanted to pay for, in other words. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's what they did. They gave him a Metacritic score of 60 game, which uh, is really sad. That is pretty sad. That you're, the, the guys giving you money want your game to fail. Like, wh- why would you do that? <laughs> that's a shame. It could have been better. Like, it didn't get terrible reviews from people who played it. Like, I mean, but that's mostly because of the character. That's mostly because Deadpool is who he is. Because Nolan North killed it as that character. Nolan North played Deadpool? Yeah, he nailed it. Yeah, he always plays him. (laughs) Nolan North always plays Deadpool. Why does Nolan North play the best characters? (laughs) Nolan North plays Deadpool. He plays Deadpool in the animated series as well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Marvel vs. Capcom 3, he was Deadpool as well. I want to meet Nolan North. (laughs) That's my goal, to meet Nolan North. I don't know. Noah North is big, but Troy Baker is getting bigger. Dude, Troy Baker's awesome. There was this, um, there was this conference or something where Troy Baker and Nolan North were on the same panel. It was just the two of them, and they were talking. And Troy Baker's just kind of ADD, and so he's fiddling with the paper, and he's got like this paper airplane in his hand. And Nolan North is talking, and he looks at him, and he's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, they're still here." Talk about Bioshock or something. <laughs> so Troy Baker takes this airplane and he throws it out into the audience. And the thing goes out into the audience over the first couple rows, turns around, comes back, and just stabs Nolan North in the side. What? <laughs> it was just a great moment. And then Troy ba- Nolan North played it off. He's like, uh, he's like clutching his side and he falls off his chair. And then Troy Baker stands up with his arms raised like he just scored the winning touchdown or something like that. Then he stands up on his chair to celebrate, and his chair wobbles, and he almost falls off the thing. Like, it was just a moment. Like, you've got to find it on YouTube or something. It was just like a moment in gaming uh, voice actor history that I will cherish forever. You know, it's interesting, because those two guys have been in a lot more games together than people might realize. Yeah, you bet. Troy Baker, goodness, Troy Baker is playing Delson Rowe in Infamous Second Son. And he played Logan Thackeray in Guild Wars 2, which I'm playing right now as we are talking. And... <laughs> By the way, while you were talking about Nolan North, I'm still kicking myself for not taking the chance to meet him. You had a chance to meet Nolan North? He was at Eurogamer a couple of years ago, but I was already in a meeting at the time. Oh, man. Should have left the meeting and go man the North. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nothing, is, nothing is more important. Yeah, so uh, it's one of the things that I kick myself for. Yeah. 
<laughs> Knowing you, uh, uh, Ben, he'd be your friend on PlayStation Network right now. So. Oh, I wish. I wish. Yeah. If he's not, is he making the voice for the game you're playing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, see, he's my friend. I just saved his life. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, those two guys are definitely the the big guys for voice acting nowadays. Well, you know, I'm looking at IMDb. I had no idea. I mean, I knew Troy Baker was Joel in The Last of Us, but yeah. Oh my gosh, the same guy that plays Joel in The Last of Us is the Joker in Arkham. Arkham Origins. In Arkham. Really? That is yeah, you didn't know Troy Baker played the Joker in Arkham Origins? I had no, I know. I mean, who who would ever think that? Just listening to those two voices. I mean, it's Joel, yeah. a good old boy, Southern voice, deep, you know, and Joker. Uh, well, this yeah. guy is, this, these guys got immense talent. That's the thing. Oh. Like, his, Troy Baker's voice is pretty recognizable. Like, it sounds like Troy Baker and he has kind of this deep voice. Like, that doesn't, Sound like him at all? Like that's why it took me off. That's why it took me by surprise. I was like, "Whoa!" Oh, and did you know that in uh, Halo Four he played additional voices? Yeah, additional. <laughs> oh my god, additional voices! My the favorite. game was a broken about them. That's how Microsoft uh, recognizes talent, right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doesn't make this guy additional. No, it's interesting because when they first heard Joker's voice, um, cheers, cheers. Sorry. When they first heard Joker's voice in Arkham Origins, everybody thought that Mark Hamill had returned. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because he sounds just like Mark Hamill's Joker, like a younger version of Mark Hamill's Joker. And then they found out that it wasn't him, and it was Troy Baker. Everybody was like, well, who the hell is Troy Baker? <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, everybody started recognizing Troy Baker in all these other games, Bioshock. There's this cool video right here when he went to audition for the role of the Joker, and he didn't know what he was auditioning for. When you guys get a chance, check that out. It's really cool. <laughs> Dude, Troy Baker in general, if you... If, oh if, my god, he plays Groot in Lego <laughs> Marvel Superheroes. And, and this is for our listeners, too. If you if you have some time, go on YouTube and just search for Troy Baker. Like he, He'll go to his conventions and he'll talk. He's ABD as heck. Like He, he says that himself. He will just go on random tangents and maybe get to a point and maybe not, but it's the journey is always interesting. He's, he's fun to listen to and his insight into the gaming industry is, is really valuable. So go check, go check out what Troy Baker has to say on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He pay, plays, uh, did the voice of pain and uh, Yamamoto on Naruto. That's good. <laughs> and then he also got the random guy called Shield Commander of Wolverine. Yeah. One name, Shield Commander. He's got quite the resume. He's just all over the place. Do you think Troy Baker could play Wolverine? No. No. He's too pretty to play Wolverine. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I mean more of his voice than anything. His voice, good, yeah. Actually, you know who does a good Wolverine? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Go, yeah. He did Wolverine's voice in uh, X Two Wolverine's Revenge on the PS Two. He does a really good Wolverine. I recommend checking his out. But I think they have a standard guy who plays Wolverine these days. Dude, Wolverine. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm I'm tired of Wolverine's move. Well, no, it's weird to say I'm tired of them because I like them. But I'm, I'm. I just find it funny we got full circle again back to Wolverine. Yeah, right. Oh, Where before you get to Wolverine, we Troy from... Baker also plays Revolver, also on Metal Gear Solid Five. 
He also plays soldiers in Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, he does Wait. a lot of additional voices. Additional voices. My very favorite. Yeah. The Darkness 2. Additional voices. Oh, Wait. I remember him now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I guess we're about ready to wrap this up. I'm the Commissioner Glenn Gordon. You can reach me on Twitter at GoGlenn underscore at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore. And for the rest of our crew, how about you, KGB Gary? How can people reach you? Uh, you can reach me at Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com. And I currently don't have a Twitter, but I'm thinking about getting one. You should. You should. We've been saying this for forever now. Um, yeah, go find... a unique name for myself that's going to get me in trouble. Go, uh, let's all convince Gary to get a, a Twitter so that we can all tweet him Soviet Russia jokes. That's cool. And um, <laughs> <laughs> how about you, Ben? You can contact me at chili underscore UK on Twitter or ben.chilibearhall at psu.com. Okay. And how about you, Chris? I'm also not on Twitter, and yeah, I'm not much of a social media kind of guy. But you can reach me. My email is chris.clement at psu.com, or if you go on the uh, the P, uh, PlayStation Universe forums, I go under Christopher. So hit me up there. Before we go, Chris, you came kind of late. Thank you for joining us this week. You came kind of late, so we didn't get to you. How how's What have you been doing this week as far as gaming goes? I have been playing the heck out of uh, Trigger Happy Havoc. I don't know how you pronounce this, Dangan Ronpa, which is a Vita game. Where I read uh, our own uh, Ernest Lin's uh, review on it, and uh, it, looked, it looked fascinating. So I, I ran out and picked it up. And uh, yeah, I am absolutely loving this game. It's uh, to me, it's kind of like a, uh, a blend between uh, Virtue's Last Reward and uh, Ace Attorney uh, kind of thing. So it's. Uh, very quirky, great, uh, diverse characters. So, yeah, I'm enjoying that game. What is it like a, a shooter, or is it like a... no? Okay, so if you have you ever played the uh, Virtue's Last Reward, or what's the other one? Nine Humans, Nine Doors. What are that old DS game? Six Doors, Six Rooms, something like that. No, I well, haven't played it, but my friend has. So there's a. Uh, I won't go too far into it, but it, basically, it's a, a bunch of uh, different kinds of people, funny characters who are trapped in this school they think they're going to an elite school but they find out they're not they're trapped in uh, this place and uh uh basically in order to get out they have to uh kill someone right Mm -hmm. uh someone else in the group and so when someone else someone is killed you your character goes around gathering evidence trying to figure out who it is here's the twist though the group has a little trial trying to figure out who done it right if they get it right, they pick the guy that um, or girl who murdered someone, then that person gets punished by the powers that be that who have cameras everywhere watching everything in the school. Uh, and this is the, the powers are personified by this weird looking teddy bear looking thing. Anyway, <laughs> um, if they get it wrong, though, everyone else besides the person who did the murdering gets punished, which and, and they say punished, but basically they get executed. So, uh, yeah, it's a really fascinating game. I'm, I'm, I'm several hours, in, I'm several hours into it. It's not, not ending anytime soon, it seems. Yeah. Okay. Good game. Sounds good. 
So, what was the name of that? Trigger, 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 trigger. Yeah, yeah. give me a second. This is a mouthful and a half. Trigger, happy, havoc, Danganronpa. Danganronpa. Uh, go ahead and pick that up. Sounds interesting. It's a good game on PS Vita. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. Just a quick reminder. Um, we at RGDH, excuse me, it's RDGH. We at RDGH are also on iTunes along with PlayStation Unchained um, from PSU.com. So for all of your iThings, go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes and they will be downloaded to all your iThings automatically um until next time i'm the commissioner and on behalf of myself and chili and chris and gary uh we will see you next time a ghost glad a ghost dane should we say and, and ghost dane. dane dane's not here yeah. on behalf of dane we'll speak for him too yeah ghost day uh on behalf of us all thanks for listening we wish you good gaming and as always don't be a racist